What made it this way? What is attraction? What has fascinated? This is the story of Christian. On January 26, 2020, the Twitter account representing the The End Games card game store posted a short video of the contents of an envelope they received from an unknown sender. A letter of unknown subject with a drawing of staring eyes surrounded by sparkles. Chris Chan observers largely surmised that it was most likely sent by Christine in retaliation for being banned by the store and also blocked by them on Twitter. She then evaded their block by following the The End Games on her Magichan Sonichu Twitter account. At around the same time, members of the The Plays Discord group, which sought to protect Chris from malicious actors, contacted Chris Chan-centric YouTuber Dylan Thomas over his antagonistic Chris Chan content. One of these contactors was Maker Night V, who admitted later on that she failed to reason with him, so as a consequence, she drew a trollsome depiction of Thomas being anally penetrated by a naked Jacob Sockness while also performing fellatio on Chris, who was wearing a paper crown made by the fast food franchise Burger King. Jacob wrote that he liked the picture and almost forgave Maker for all her previous antipathy against him. She quickly deleted the image once trolls posted their own trollsome depiction of Maker's character CPU Magenta Heart naked and bleeding out of her genitalia after inserting a phallic-shaped cactus into her vagina instead of a dildo since, according to the caption, it was what CPU goddesses did. On January 30th, Christine had two dead lawsuits filed against her by Portfolio Recovery Associates and Jefferson Capital Systems respectively, with both hearings set for March 18th. Kiwi Farms user Private Real G questioned Chris via text message why she was being sued for unpaid debt when she allegedly had a friend who donated large amounts to her, implying it was Ali Hirschberg. Christine confessed that donations would still come in from time to time, and denied that Hirschberg was the donator. Also on that day, Chris revealed her progress at creating her character sheet for the tabletop game Dungeons & Dragons, which details the details of the player's own playable character. According to her D&D sheet, her character, which was half human and half Sonichu, was 125 times faster than the average playable character, and her starting level was 24 which was exceptionally high. Furthermore, since she was part Sonichu, which was an unrecognized race in any rulebook, it was reasoned that most dungeon masters or players in a D&D game that functioned as a storyteller and referee would not allow the inclusion of Sonichus. When followers reasoned that her character running at such unfathomable speeds would break her body, she explained that since the game took place in the Dungeons & Dragons dimension of CS89 and that Sonichus and Rosechus had very strong bodies, the character would be well accustomed to running at those speeds. Christine then shared her progress at coloring in the indented numbers on the game's special 20-sided dice with a glitter gel ink pen. Soon after, either Chris or Maker Night V, who both shared custody of the Creamarina Twitter account, then shared Christine's recent D&D tweet with the The End Games account, expressing their surprise at Chris advancing in developing her skills in the game. On February 1st, 
Christine wrote on Twitter that she did not yet possess the game Pokemon Shield for the Nintendo Switch game console, hinting that it may be an appropriate gift for her birthday. Also on that day, she shared to the news that the Fashion Square Mall in Charlottesville, Virginia, which she claimed held legendary status in her personal history, was failing financially and may soon be closed. The next day, YouTuber Dylan Thomas announced the release of Chris Chan-themed merchandise, namely a pink Valentine's Day-themed t-shirt depicting Sonachu and Rosechu. Chris, despite her dislike of Thomas, wrote that she would like to receive the t-shirt for herself. Dylan then wrote in his Discord server that since he had made thousands of dollars from producing Chris Chan content, he wanted to send the t-shirt to her as a gift. On February 3rd, she explained in length the reasoning for Sonichu's and Rosechu's wait. On February 7th, to promote the upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog live-action film, actor James Marsden was interviewed by video-game-focused entertainment company IGN, during which he was prompted with a series of true-or-false statements regarding the Sonic franchise, one of which concerned Sonichu. Sonichu is one of the hidden characters you can unlock in Sonic Forces. What is it, Sonichu? Sonichu. Correct. F uh, true. It's actually false. Oh, I know. I was going to say false. <laughs> Two days later, Chris herself watched the video and asked the game company Sega to add Sonichu, her quote-unquote son, as a downloadable character for the game Sonic Forces. On February 11th, Chris displayed on Twitter that if she inverted the display colors on her Nintendo Switch while playing Sonic Forces, Sonic would appear to be largely yellow in color making him appear more like Sonichu. The next day, she livestreamed herself on YouTube reading from the seventh to the final chapter of the fanfiction story SNT vs Sonichu by one Opuscon 789, which featured Chris, Sonichu, and YouTuber and illustrator Project SNT and her character SNT. Project SNT, or Courtney, had livestreamed herself reading the first through the sixth chapter of the story ten months prior, so Chris attempted to continue and complete the read-through. She was seen wearing the new t-shirt sold by Dylan Thomas, presumably after receiving it as a gift. Down! He almost knocked off the camera. He would have made a mess. Right, down, boy! Leave the cable alone! Leave that alone! Leave that alone! Okay, I hate to do this. He's on the corner of the bed, he's not getting up. At least he's not messing with the cable anymore. Where are you filming, Bono? Static coming from Commodore Monitor with Commodore and Dreamcast shut up to it. Music coming from my phone. This is my meditation method. Do not question me. Scientists and Paris Foundation was cut short by a science finger to place the crossroad. Yeah, okay. I know what you mean. So here's the deal. Somewhere in the dark, I thought I heard the dog bark. Excuse me. Shut up! What? Oh, fuck. 
Alright, whose joke idea was it to order a pizza and try sending my way? You interrupted this thing! And you know what? This is what happened that got me blacklisted from any deliveries from Papa John's. Why they would never deliver any pizza to this place? You freaking, freaking hating trolls! <sighs> when Sonic, SNC, and Courtney opened their eyes, they found themselves in what Courtney recognized as a kind of reverse world, just like where Giratina lived in the Pokemon game or movie. Somewhere in the dark, I thought I heard the dogs bark. Oh, I need to take a restroom break anyway. Stay tuned for further details. We'll be right back after these massages. Pizza Frank. Don't do this anymore. On February thirteenth. She expressed her anger on Twitter at Nintendo for not being able to transfer all her Pokemon Ribbon features from the Game Boy Advance game Pokemon Ruby to the newer Pokemon Shield on the Nintendo Switch console. On February 14th, Christine attended a screening of the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie, noting that she wore her new Valentine's Day-themed Sonichu and Rosechu t-shirt. She soon revealed that she thought the movie was really good. Also on that day, Jacob Sockness posted a series of tweets expressing his love for Christine, pining for her motherly embrace, all while posting photoshopped images of Chris and himself placed in the same scenario. Four days later, Christian follower slash worshipper Righteous for Quick posted a notice on Twitter to celebrate his goddess Christine's birthday in one week, proclaiming it a quick communion. On February 18th, as a means to encourage possible birthday gifts from fans, Chris suggested on Twitter things with lots of thought put into them, in addition to magic or healing stones, and direct donations to her PayPal account. The next day, in reply to a Twitter user asking for advice in dealing with a migraine, Chris explained that as an overworked individual, she found meditation alleviated her symptoms and has meditated so much that she allegedly involuntarily meditated nearly 24 hours per day. She added that she would get psychic headaches, but if she was drawing, playing Tetris, or whatevs, her head would feel at ease. On the 22nd, in response to Hasbro advertising a new line of products inspired by the My Little Pony-themed cartoon series Pony Life, Chris angrily rejected it, reminding the company of supposed protests which took place due to Hasbro's refusal to continue the series Friendship is Magic, illustrated in a series of custom-made Twilight Sparkles secret chip fake folder cards, 
Later on, in response to Art of Sonic dressed as a girl, Chris felt inspired in embracing alternate dimension forms of characters, and so tagged Project SNT and prompted her to redesign the female Sonic and an alternate form of Sonic's love interest, Amy Rose. Courtney did not respond. Also on February 22nd, in response to a Twitter video of a user's little brother expressing his distress at hearing his parents having intercourse, Chris confessed to her own similar experience from his youth. I can top that. Easy. In my youth, I would run to wake up my mom and dad on some mornings. My dad slept with only a t-shirt on, no shorts or briefs at all. I saw his penis. It grossed me out, left me quite trauma drama. Hearing sex or seeing their privates at a young age, which? Kristen helped clarify that her closing question was supposed to convey, which is worse to you at the young age. Another Twitter user wrote that she was not helping the situation after conceivably revealing too much personal information. Christine wrote back, What? I'm just telling the truth. I hear and see worse shit from you haters. At this point, I'd rather look back in that memory than PTSD over y'all's hate-filled content. Krakow! Kristen returned the next day to elaborate further on the topic. I have more to vent about in addition to the hater responses, and I'm likely to get more Chris, stop, assumptions, and slash or more mislabels from the lot of y'all. But I have lots to tell you all off about. Mainly, if you all never wanted me to be like this, then y'all should. Have never ever tried to dupe me into totally revealing myself right into your freaking faces. Go ahead, put up a Kimmy, cake fart or whatever offensive dot gif you want in the comments. It only proves my point. I have suffered over the years from not only the torment of my past loneliness and feeling lost and naive, but also from the freaking stunts you hating lot blackmailed, conned, and duped me into personally video recording and even the NSFW drawings, period, and actually doing. Dare I mention the lost second medallion and its fate? Suffice to say that and all of the context before it was very painful to me. Out of everything from 2007 to 2018, counting Idea Guy and Boyd, I have needlessly suffered from y'all's playwriting and fanfictioning me over the time and then some. Too many of you all went ahead and tried to porn star me into further shame and defamation. For the lulls! I know this from having seen and heard the post-phone call footage from the likes of Liquid Chris, Clyde Cash, and the rest of you nefarious lot. And another thing, yes, I will admit I was self-sexually active. Was! You all turned me off of sex long before I even thought of coming out as trans in 14. I'm going to say it now. I hated sex for years because of you lot the only ones who were able to put it back into anything positive after Idea Guy was long gone. Were my loves, who I am very happily married to. And I absolutely refused to do anything NSFW in recorded actions and drawings, period. I ask you lots of the past 13 years or so, were all those nosebleed, tissue-wasting, essence-losing, lulls moments truly worth it now? the loss of any sex drive and PTSD creating suffering in one individual worse than any porn star ever having to suffer for your giggles and Jack. Was it worth it? Really? 
And with all of that, and then some, I feel I have every right to speak as I will, especially in being supportive for others who have suffered, regardless of age and situation, or whatever context. I have created, and I was created infinite times more. I literally am the OC of OCs, and as I have said, the bigger battles are coming very soon. Go ahead, say I'm delusional, because I am not. You all should have a look at my well-kept magic and healing stone collection, and my mentally and calmness expressed as much as possible while I read the second half of SNT vs Sonatube. I meditated and drank water on the rocks! I have always been very much grounded, so everything I have experienced and seen in and from C197 and other dimensions are very much real and true, as well as the things I have seen and foreseen with Magichan and everyone else. You hater lot are going down in all of the coming and pending events taking place and having been going on and so forth. Again, was my suffering worth your lulls? I will help in being a savior with the other deities and general populations regardless because I still genuinely care for the good individuals that make up the majority of these two Earths. On February 24th, Christine wished herself a happy 38th birthday on Twitter, both in Spanish and English, and also extended her wishes to everyone who shared their birthday with her own. Later on, Dylan Thomas released a new YouTube video discussing Chris's old concept of commemorating his birthdate with the Christian Love Day holiday. Chris preemptively dismissed the video as insulting over Twitter. Three days later, Jacob Sockness tweeted at Chris with the offer of making an egregore of her mother, Barbara, or a non-physical entity that arises from the collective thoughts of a group of people. But it would require a realistic, life-sized sex doll built around an actual human skeleton, which would host the egregore of Barbara, whose cremated ashes were needed for the ritual. Sockness claimed that he had used this method with his own mother's remains to create the protective spirit, Autismo. Also on that day, a tattoo artist in Germany tattooed Sonichu onto an Australian woman's leg. The parlor then shared the finished work on the image-based social media platform Instagram, which was then later found and shared by Null, the administrator of the QB Farms. On February 29th, Christine revealed that she had played her first ever game of Dungeons & Dragons with an undisclosed group of local friends, looking forward to expanding her knowledge and experience, lamenting to the The End games for losing their chance to mentor her. Also on the last day of February, Sleepy, a military simulation YouTuber and friend of YouTuber Kopitz, released a short trailer for his YouTube channel, which featured a short clip set in the McDonald's, wherein Chris attempts to telekinetically move an amethyst stone in her hand, as Sleepy and Kopitz watch on. Moving slightly. Oh. The hand is barely moving. It's moving. Whoa. Shortly after the video's upload and wide panning of his involvement with Christine, Sleepy took down the video and then re-uploaded the channel trailer a few days later with Chris's portion excluded. 
the YouTuber later confessed to still be continuing with plans to make more content featuring Christine, but as of yet, nothing has materialized. Kopitz himself also soon after said over Discord that he had filmed another video with Chris while visiting a zoo, but they had lost some of the audio recordings and so decided against uploading the video entirely. On March 6th, Sonic Rebuilt, a multi-creator project organized by YouTube channel 3GI, aiming to recreate the 1996 original video animation Sonic the Hedgehog, was published. It featured a scene illustrated by Christine early on in the video, which was animated and edited by a third party. <gasps> During the segment, Sonic transforms into Sonichu. Over on Twitter, Chris shared an unused panel depicting Sonic character Tails being rescued by Sonichu, calling him Soniku, the more direct transliteration from the Japanese spelling of Sonic's name, with Chris alleging that there was a pun contained within the dialogue. Users on the QB farms quickly demonstrated how Chris possibly traced or at least heavily referenced all her illustrations from the original animation. On March 8th, while watching part 31 of the Chris Chan A Comprehensive History YouTube series by Gino Samuel 2.1, Christine shared a single subtitled frame from the video, featuring Christian in 2010, mockingly imitating his past trolls Liquid Chris and Alec Benson Leary, reflecting on that moment. This part, starting from 1630, I forgot I made this video. It was so stupid. It is genuinely hilarious. Rolling on the floor crying emoji. I guess it was in the high energetic, loud voice I used that day to imitate Liquid Chris. A LOL. Yamosexual. Get ready for a meme of that word. The next day, it was revealed that organizers of Sequestria Fest, a My Little Pony themed convention, had preemptively put Christine on their list of individuals that were banned from attending the event. Around mid March, Kiwi Farms user Duff who had previously contacted Chris's financial contributor and fan, Ali Hirschberg, received an email from him in which Ali proclaims that he would not stop giving money to Christine, regardless of how she spent it, remaining a devoted and genuine supporter who supported her beliefs of a dimensional merge. Hirschberg continued to write that he had loved Jacob Sockness, but he had his heart broken. Ali explained that Chris would never become homeless because he would live together with her after moving to the US from the UK, seeing Christine as a friend and older sister whom he would protect. It was also at around this time that another British enabler had sent his aunt, who worked for Green County Social Services, to check up on the Chandlers and offer her assistance, mainly with cleaning up the house and offering them fresh food. But the Chandlers did not open the door for her. In response to the enablers seemingly increasing influence over Christine, Jacob Sockness sent to his email address a photo of his shit, in addition to other bothersome mail. After struggling with depression and other mental issues, the enabler committed suicide some months later. Today I'd like to provide an update to the American people on several decisive new actions we're taking in our very vigilant effort to combat and ultimately defeat the Corona virus, the, uh, On March 13th, 
as the new potentially deadly coronavirus, officially declared as COVID-19, continued to spread across the world. U.S. President Donald Trump declared the coronavirus pandemic a national emergency. And in addition to restrictions already enacted, such as the closing of the national border to foreign nationals, more preventative measures were set to take place throughout the country. On March 18th, organizers of the My Little Pony convention, BabsCon, which Chris was set to attend, regretfully announced that they had to cancel the event due to the pandemic and pledged to host the next convention in April 2021. This announcement pissed off Christine. The Twitter account for the official MLP convention BronyCon then expressed their love and support to all who were affected by the cancellation. Chris in response asked BronyCon to host another convention in lieu of BabsCon. Soon afterwards, she posted a series of tweets reflecting on the social panic caused by the virus. Okay, get ready for another light rant from me. I am not fond of how overworked everyone is getting over this coronavirus. This really pisses me off. Sigh. Now, for my two cents on the matter. I had been aware of this virus since I had foreseen this event, and then finding the confirmation of its conception last January in mid-eastern China. I refused to overthink the topic or the virus at all, so I remained oblivious too. Any discussion or details on the virus at all, and continued to keep my healthy habits of soap and water hand washing, always having and using hand sanitizer with aloe when needed, and even recently started wearing a 3M brand mask for precaution. I am confirmed to be negative of the virus myself from recent blood work with my family doctor. The bottom line is that this viral event is actually a better step in our own developments and evolution, as well as a deity-level test to sort out the weak from the moderate and strong of mental and soulful intervals, and nothing else. The fact that we actually have a vaccine being tested now shows that this epidemic will be over with within one week or two, and everyone will have adjusted from the knowledge that had been scientifically gathered of this thing. Everyone mainly is just paranoid of this, which they do not fully know or comprehend, and hardly ever thought to take what they had learned from the past similar epidemic and apply it to now to actually play it smart and wise. I do not even know of the symptoms. Because, again, if I literally overthought about it, I would be at greater risk of infecting myself from reading and repeating the list in my mind. It's neurotypical and idiotic for anyone to do that and overthink it. Sigh. But, I digress. A lot of people can get so overworked and recklessly paranoid and stressed over such simple and obvious things to the point of individual social isolation that puts a delay to too many things. I feel pissed off seeing everyone going that far. It's simply crazy and stupid. The only positive out of it is the further reminder for everyone in general to simply wash their hands and keep clean habits as often as possible. The greater factor for a happy, healthy life is maintaining a positive, optimistic outlook for yourself on life and counting your individual blessings. I do this every day. So should you. Hatred and darkness only sends one downhill. Lightning bolt. Blue heart. Lightning bolt emojis. It was also on that day that Christine's two debt repayment cases were continued until May 20th. Two days later, Chris listed a new Twilight Sparkles Secret Chip Fic Folder Card expansion deck featuring the art and lore from Righteous for Quick. 
In addition, she notified her followers that in order to financially help the artists that were set to sell their merchandise in booths at the BabsCon convention, she would sign a physical copy of every one of her Sonichu comic books and every pack of expansion decks and would sell them on her online store. She stated that all the profits were to be divided amongst the affected artists and in the meantime shared a spreadsheet containing a list of all artists and their contact details so people could support them themselves, closing her tweet thread with kind thoughts and prayers to all artists and vendors that were struggling during the pandemic, wishing for everyone to keep clean and wash their hands. She later wrote that as herself and other vendors were selling older sets of Twilight Sparkle's secret chipfic folder cards, fans were free to play the game online, but promoted playing in person with one's friends and family as the optimal way. When a Twitter user criticized her for neglecting the importance of social distancing or the newly introduced concept of keeping oneself at an extended distance away from others to prevent further transmission of the virus, Christine wrote that she was not fond of social distancing, declaring herself more old-fashioned, like MLP creator Dr. Wolf and many other individuals across all Earths. On March 22nd, Chris went to Twitter to not only remind her readers to wash their hands, but also drink water. She listed bottled water infused with quartz, rose quartz, or amethyst contained within as a good option and a way to drink water on the rocks, showcasing her own water bottles. Her $80 glass brand water bottle had originally come with one built-in amethyst stone, but Chris had added another stone and tied the two together with aluminum wire. On March 24th, she became a $5 tier patron for comic artist Ben Saint, wishing to read the more recent panels of his Slime and Punishment webcomic, before being notified by Saint that the comic would only be visible to those on the $10 tier. On the 26th, she celebrated the two-year anniversary since her supposed polyamorous marriage to Magichan Sonichu, Chrisel Rosechu, Silvana Rosechu, and Mewtwo, wishing for many more adventures and simpler times. On March 28th, Chris returned to her Magichan Sonichu Twitter account to write as Magichan, explaining that in his home dimension of C197 and all neighboring dimensions, the virus had been dealt with a few weeks prior writing that the pandemic was needed to happen for the dimensional merge to take place, so populations of both dimensions could be cured and the air of chaos could be cleared. On the final day of the month, Chris posted in one of the Discord servers she was in a selection of photos of her so-called magic rocks, lined up on her windowsill in order to get a week's worth of solar charging plus a single night of moonlight. She also displayed her near-empty sack of stones hanging from the ceiling, along with a black mirror with occult design, influenced by Jacob Sockness's occult practices. By the end of March, Christine's Patreon page experienced a loss of nearly 40% in earnings on the month previous, now totaling at $120 per month, contributed by 10 remaining patrons. Meanwhile, she had spent over $100 on eBay purchasing video games and game-related merchandise. At the start of April, Christine changed her Discord profile name to Sonichu982 and changed her avatar to a Twilight Sparkles secret chipfic folder card depicting Sonichu. On April 5th, she refollowed Sockness's Twitter account. On April 10th, after a four-day break in online activity, 
Chris livestreamed herself on YouTube, reacting to the first installment of the MLP-themed animated YouTube series Red vs. Blue, created by noted brony analysts Dr. Wolf and other members of his TF2 analysis series, wherein the analysists' own pony characters roleplay as classes of the game Team Fortress 2. In a scenario inspired by the long-running web series Red vs. Blue, based on the Halo series of games. The animated video premiered on YouTube at a set time, so Chris started her stream sometime in advance before reacting to it as it premiered. Hey everybody, this is Chris Chanasanchi coming to you live from home. In a little bit, we will be streaming another lovely video. This is a reaction video to. Red vs. Blue, part one. So I hope y'all are as excited as I am to be checking this out. And if you're not watching, if you're obviously, video, I don't have video on video opportunity or options right now. You're just gonna see me. And I have Rosie right here, Rosie Rose you right here sitting next to me. Oh, I'm at a chance, same right here. Hey man, hey Abby. Y'all get to see live reactions. Note that I have previously seen this on BronyCon months ago, but pretty much forgot. Hey, I'm recording! Not right now, Barbara! Uh, sorry, I don't like being interrupted. Especially since this is the beginning! This is fun! I've done a live video stream! Yay! Oh, you're gonna try to pull that card, huh? Well, you know what I could say to your little boss status? It can kiss my... Enough! Moses, please calm down. Hi, Finn. <laughs> it's not like something's gonna magically appear in the next ten seconds. Just that! Also on April 10th, Project ST celebrated her birthday, posting several tweets about her activities, with Chris posting replies to each one, but failing to get a response from the artist. A few days later, a creator focused on the Nintendo game Animal Crossing New Horizons posted on Twitter of a new custom addition to their in-game world, a new resident modeled after Christine Weston Chandler. Though she was not involved with the making of the character at all, Chris approved of the design and concept, adding that she unfortunately did not possess a copy of the game. On the 13th, she posted her old bag, which she used for over half a decade for sale on eBay for $30, which also featured a custom-made outside pocket fashioned out of duct tape. She also listed her complete set of signed Sonichu comics for $300, noting that 70% of the profits would go to the artists affected by the cancellation of the Babscon convention. On April 15th, Sonichu, allegedly while in possession of Christine's body, posted about current happenings on Twitter. Sonichu Hey everyone, this is Sonichu, the one and only prime of the species, and I have a few things to tell you all right now. Firstly and mainly, 
Mama, your Christian sonnet you of this dimension 1218, and I had swapped bodies in the morning hours of March 31st, 2020. It has been a crazy ride being in this part human body of hers. Anyway, Mama successfully attended BabsCon in C197 the past weekend and had a good time with some of her friends from 1218, as well as everyone else there in attendance, including Dr. Wolf and his friends. Now, here's the fun part. I will have arrived to her there with her body, and we will swap back then and there. Long story short, near future me enters C197 with this body, time travels back to that day in California, and makes the delivery. The event has not happened yet. So, things to note. Until the matter happens and resolves, to make this come full circle and sense making, I'm stuck in this body, and I can't be close to Mama, or my own original body, as that is occupied by my future self. And importantly, Mama is literally in her. Better state of powers and abilities in C197, working with Magichan to get her body used to what she does on a daily through her projected soul alone. She is now, literally, in the position to fully and actively take and answer your prayers, as the goddess that she is. Oh, Christian. Meanwhile, I will be here with Rosie, Silvana, and everyone else still here at this temple, pretty much body-sitting and watching-slash-waiting for the faded clues and cues to follow in this mess, until when I am able to come full circle with it to clear it up in this alpha timeline. That will basically cover it for now. Pray to our deities, including Christian Sonichu. This is the time, people. Stay safe. I'll zap y'all later. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt emojis. The next day, the alleged Sonichu took a free online IQ test and found that he was gifted, earning a score of 135. On April 17th, Chris as Sonichu shared the development of a new game based on the TV sitcom Seinfeld, which was spiritually the addition of an additional season after the conclusion of the show. Sonichu then asked the star, Jerry Seinfeld, if he ever considered making a new season. One of Chris's followers replied, asking in complaint why he began every new tweet with Sonichu colon. The purported Sonichu explained that it was because he, Sonichu, not Chris Chan, was speaking while Chris was literally and fully in Dimension C197. He also felt it necessary to remind people of the new arrangement in the case any of Chris's followers were not aware of Sonichu's possession. The following day, Sonichu explained in a lengthy tweet thread that in Dimension C197, they were affected by the same strain of COVID-19 as on 1218, but they were able to beat it due to the population consisting of powerful original characters. The cure was found contained in Blake Sonichu's body, and its potency was amplified by the addition of concentrated lightning generated by the combination of a unique runestone found in the state of Montana, lightning strike quartz from Washington, and some sugar. With these ingredients, the cure was tested and multiplied by biological scientists and medical doctors and spread to everyone within a day. As COVID-19 brought about a need for social distancing mass travel restrictions, and closings of establishments, it is conceivable that Christine used the concept of a body switch scenario to further engross herself in an escapist fantasy, one in which she managed to attend the long-awaited BabsCon in an alternate timeline. As it has happened before, 
negative outside influences only encouraged a deeper retreat into fantasy that Chris was now less likely than ever to let go. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please check out the video version of this series up on YouTube on my YouTube channel, Gino Samuel 2.1, to get a better understanding of the story. If you like what I do and you're interested in supporting me, consider checking out my Patreon at patreon.com slash Thanks again. See you around.